0: I'm Nathan. You're about to travel to a place of humor, analysis, and discovery. Welcome to the Wad Fam Pod. Hello, and welcome to the Wad Fam Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are back again talking about episode 83 The Battle, Part 1. It's happening. Affirmative. Battle lines. Oh boy. (laughs) You, you, you're sure you
1: are prepped for the battle part one. Yes, yes, I, yes, I am. (laughs) For the uneducated listener, I, I prepped the wrong episode last week. We, we showed up and, uh, we started recording and Dylan read out the title of the episode and I said, I am so sorry. I, I I prepared for the wrong episode (laughs) And, and we couldn't record. Good time. It was a good time. Yeah. So uh The Battle
0: Part 1 is written and directed by Phil Lawler. It originally aired August 19th, 1989, and it is episode 11 off of album 5, Daring Deeds, Sinister Schemes. Yes. Okay. It's just just checking. Yes. All right. Um also uh we have a couple people in the cast here. Really? Um yeah, uh, Bob Luttrell into voice Sheriff Bill. Oh, okay. And Joe, the guy who works at the counter at Blacker's Castle. Hmm. Um, Eileen Merrick as a uh, Doctor Farber. Okay. Um, and Jerome and Matthew Gregory as Jeremy and Matthew. Cool. I wonder if those were just people that they knew. This is their only episode credit, yeah, and they are not anywhere else. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, these are neighborhood friends. Yep, but Wit knows them by name, even though they're in one episode. Of course, right. of
1: course. Yeah, this is de- this is definitely a, this is an interesting Wit episode. We'll <laughs> we'll get into it. Like it, it's good and bad. I don't know. No, that's fair. It's very confusing. This is one of his more human episodes, I would see.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: I... Like he doesn't seem to have the supernatural, like, foreknowledge, Mm, something's fishy, oh, blah blah blah. That's fair. Like, that's fair. Yeah. That at least that he had it in like Novacom where right. where it was like something bad happens and it was just like head scratch, Novacom. Right. <laughs> They're the ones that's behind it. Right. It's not Yeah. With that being said it seems like it's time to roll the promo. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Unless you had something you wanted to add.
0: No? No, I didn't.
1: I didn't. I didn't. Coming up on Adventures in Odyssey. Lost Whitaker! He would put in a safeguard. The evil Dr. Regis Blackguard
0: takes control of Odyssey. You
1: spineless, get out of my
0: way! A little present for you, Mr. Whitaker. Will he succeed? Lucy, get out! See. The only way to know for sure is to tune in to the next adventure in odyssey. Weird musical shift
1: right there at the end, but uh, overall, this episode just such good music. Yeah, it really.
0: Does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
1: that promo though is very um. It's just the whole episode. Yeah, 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 pretty much. But, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily know. No, I, I realize. You would only recognize that it's the whole episode in hindsight. Right. No, that, that's fair. But it doesn't, it, 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 it answers doesn't... more questions than it
0: asks, I would say. It answers more than, it asks more than it answers. Sure. I'm going to go with yes.
1: Okay. I'm going to concede that you were right and <laughs> I was wrong there. Thank you. Um, That's very important to me. Yeah. Um, So, we get like a Chris intro, and then it just goes straight into uh, Wit and Eugene visiting Blackard's Castle, and it sounds like a Chuck E. Cheese on a Saturday at like 2 in the afternoon, and it is absolutely bonkers. That is a really, really good assessment. I think that... I don't know if they're intentionally, like, if Blackard's Castle is intentionally throwing shade at Chuck E. Cheese as far as, like, it's just kids running wild and all this stuff. Yeah. And, and like, but, like, that's really, like, I've only been to Chuck E. Cheese maybe, like, twice in my life. And that has been my experience where it's just absolute chaos. No,
0: that's fair. Are, are those Chuck E. Cheese still exist?
1: Yes. There's one wow. close to us. <laughs>
0: I know there was growing up. But I didn't know yep. if they, that seems like a business that has to be gone. But yeah. it is not. Yeah, I mean... O- uh, odds we buy one and turn it into Blackard's Castle?
1: Listen, I'm going to be a therapist. I could make a decent amount of money. I could definitely start my own children's entertainment emporium. I, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, It'd give me an excuse to buy a lot of Legos and video games, which mm. I already don't need much of an excuse anyway. <laughs> Amen to that.
0: It... So, the episode actually starts because we, uh, we get the little Chris intro where she's, like, setting the tone. Mm-hmm. And she reads some, quote, special and comforting Bible verses. Yeah. Going into it. Because it's about to get dark.
1: This is a dark one. There's no, um... There's, there's no, no parental warning. No, there's no parental warning. Unless
0: there was on the radio and there isn't on the album. Yeah. But, uh... This might also just be before Odyssey felt the need to do that.
1: Well, no. Because wasn't there, wasn't there one on the case of the secret room? Oh yeah, I think there was, or something like that. Yeah, no, I think you're right.
0: Yeah, very strange.
1: Yeah, very very strange that they didn't. I mean, literally like, yeah, a and, kid gets blown up basically. Well, it, and yeah, it <clears throat> might it might
0: be on the radio broadcast because we did radio broadcasts for Case, for, of, the Secret for Case Room, of the Secret Room, but this is the album version for the Blackbird Chronicles. At which point, they're maybe just like, yeah, they know what they're getting into. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, they know. They know. This like, is maybe the, the whole day.
1: album has appara- a pair He sounds warning. so much like Shere Khan from The Jungle Book. Oh, Ever since making that comparison last episode, I cannot get it out of my head. I was prepping for this one. I was like, wow, it's just... It's like Shere Khan's voice in Jafar's body, and that's it. And this is... Hmm.
0: This is after the Jungle Book
1: came. This is, out. Okay, this is after the Jungle Book. Yeah, the oh, Jungle Book came out in like the 70s. Right, back.
0: right. No, it's pre-Tarzan. That's what I was. Yeah. Yep. I confused those two. Um How? They're both set in jungles. That's fair. With a little boy, well, with a, a boy and then a man in the <laughs> other one. But like they are very similar. Yes, in, there's a like, lot of talking animals. Design. And, yeah. and I was also like growing up. The one has music by Phil Collins.
1: <laughs> I know. What a great soundtrack.
0: It is. It is,
1: <laughs> it is so much better than it has good. any right to be. Yeah. But I also, like,
0: growing up, all of the, like, 2D animated Disney movies, yeah. I all just kind of, ass- with the exception of ones that, like, came out while I was growing up, I kind of assumed they were all made at the same time yeah like like, like, i couldn't really tell the difference in style between a beauty and the beast and a robin hood even though those are like very 50 years apart or yeah 40 years apart i think i
1: could tell between like like the really old stuff like your like your uh snow whites your robin hoods jungle books cinderella that sort of thing and then like beauty and the beast mulan hercules right. those like, are all the 90s ones yeah yeah, right. yeah. like i think i right. could i didn't, separate that I didn't much, have that it's...
0: separation and i think part of it is that like growing up all the princesses already existed as like a package deal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um where like you'd see art with all of them together so yeah. you just assume those were made at the same time yeah
1: and like but the... like ariel came out like 30 years after you know snow White did yeah if not more yeah
0: um and then, like, the, like, we had, like, kids, like, picture books mm-hmm. based all that were adaptations of a lot of those. And mm-hmm. they were all in, like, a box set that looked the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so a lot of that stuff just didn't, it never occurred to me that they were made
1: so far apart right,
0: over, like, such a long period of time until yeah. much, much later. Yeah. Um. Hence my confusion of Jungle Book and Tarzan. And we are so far off track right now.
1: this has been Princess Corner part two. It really
0: has you're right there I, you go. I think I actually removed that one from the feed, which is
1: dumb. I regret it. I'm sorry, guys,
0: yeah, if you want it, dm me
1: yeah, tweet at us, tweet email us, us. email us, send I,
0: us a voice recording i'll I'll send you I'll send you the file,
1: yeah, you can have it forever
0: yeah um. Anywho, back to Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah,
1: no kidding. Um, So Eugene and Witt are just kind of walking around like it's super chaotic. Kids are just running rampant. Yep, it's um, been
0: open for, for s- several weeks now yeah, and is bringing yeah. in
1: dozens of kids. Dozens. We're talking 48 children. <laughs> Maybe just 24. Could be 24. What if it's Baker's Dozens? It could be uh what is 13 uh, 26. There you go. Good Math. job. So proud
0: of you, Andrew. Thank you. Um <laughs> So yeah. So Whit and Eugene go in to investigate and are chatting it up with mm-hmm. Dr. Regis. Blackard.
1: Blackard. Blackard. Which in the promo they really emphasize the <laughs> Blackguard. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so they're they're talking it uh talking about the shop and like Eugene makes a comment like it's you know this it seems like this is a madhouse and stuff like that and then we get this whole kind of philosophical clash of what it should like like what a kid space should be like and Doctor Blackard's talking about like oh like they have structure everywhere they just need a place where they can be free and do whatever they want and just just you know let be kid kids be kids without really any structure whatsoever. Um, and there's all kinds of you know games and and uh, and and you know yeah I mean there's like it sounds like there's just a ton of like arcade games and and things like that um, that are going on. Uh, one that's mentioned is some astrology thing like a fortune teller. Yep, of course there is. Uh, and then you know focus on the family gets to get on their soapbox real quick and talk about how terrible astrology is and how it's an occult and that kids shouldn't be right. aware of it or whatever. Yep. Like, you think you're, it's it's a good idea to turn the occult into a game like okay g- g- calm down and then even Blacker like makes a point of like wait like we both know that this was you know these fortunes were drawn up by some you know guy sitting in a warehouse somewhere right and he's yep. like R-r-r-r-r-r. yep uh-huh my god senses are tingling <laughs>
0: yeah yeah we also um uh Blacker kind of gets on his whole thing of like He's like, the whole point of this is, like, pure uninhibited fun. Like, kids have too much structure. And it's like, yes, I agree, but they still need some structure. And he's like, nah, we just let them run wild. That's fun. And then we see Matthew and Jeremy fighting about the astrology game just to, you know, hammer home the point.
1: Yeah, that astrology is of the devil. And then, of course, like you know dr blackard comes in it's like oh what seems to be the problem this is after wit and eugene try and break them up right, seems uh, to not work yeah
0: and one of them is just like hey uh, we don't even like i don't know. go back to Wit's end it's gross it just has like the bible room and stuff and like, so, yeah, yeah like the train set in the bible
1: room and, and it was just like Ugh. yeah and they're
0: like uh, no offense mr whitaker
1: yeah yeah you jerks and then dr blackard gives everybody ice cream it's true which Everyone. dozens of kids ice cream, right that's a lot of ice cream, I know poor Joe exactly he's got to serve up ice cream to dozens of kids, yeah, all at once, a whole twenty four of them you, um, think they,
0: you think he's just doing like single scoops
1: yeah i'm I'm imagining this is kiddie, I don't think yeah. everybody's getting Sundays. that just seems like a colossal waste of money, although blackguard's castle might be raking it in, depending on if these games cost money,
0: yeah, that is, I never
1: understand how the economics of any of these places work i'm thinking that blackard's castle costs money because they're the bad guys <laughs> right but then and it seems a lot more like a laser dome arcade or something like that where there's like it does the
0: games i just i always feel then i don't know like like the, the, maybe the like where are the kids Getting all the money is yeah. always a thing yeah, that exactly. goes through my mind. For um, savings, of course, because like I never going to a place like an arcade to spend money was a like once a year kind of thing. Yeah, if yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, it was only one. I yeah. was pretty much going to Laser Dome, and it was only for like other people's birthday parties, and I right. my parents would give me like ten bucks to. Right. You know exactly.
0: So it's it's weird Halo. that
1: like. <laughs> If wits end
0: is free and kids just like hang out there for fun after yeah. school, it's and it's just a place to hang out and they can do stuff if they want. Yeah. It's bizarre that everyone's hanging out then at a place instead that costs money. Yeah. Like But it's I also just, like the new thing that's going on because yeah. like yeah, I guess small town is is a different story too, yeah. kind of where everyone can walk. Plus, it's the '80s, so parents don't super care about knowing where their kids are at all times.
1: Yeah, '89, we're bordering on helicopter parenting, but we're not there yet. No, we're not. Um, but they have, yeah, yeah. I think in. in in my imagination, this is a Chuck E. Cheese LaserDome-style situation where there's right. tons of games, and kids just kind of do whatever they want, and they get in fights, and, and that happens, and and the whole point that Blackard's driving home is just like, oh, you've lost your smile, or like you've lost your fun mood, or something like that, and then right. just wants everybody to be happy all yep. the time, and in the most creepy way possible. <laughs> that's fair. And, uh, yeah, it's essentially just the Novacon Kids Center. Exactly! Exactly. Which... Come on, Odyssey. You were really gonna you were gonna do that again? You didn't think we wouldn't pick up on it.
0: Not only that, but to do it twice in your biggest series. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like biggest arcs, just be like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had to And it was, was only for
1: like what, an episode and a half, maybe? Yeah. Like the how... No Comp Kids Center is so irrelevant to that yeah.
0: story. Not that Blackard's Castle ends up being that relevant either, but more but,
1: so. But the whole like Blackard's Castle, him being the bad guy, like Black Knight, right. White Knight situation, right. I think it plays a lot more in than the NovaCom Kids Center. That's fair. That's um, more so just for the you know wit character development, I suppose.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. So also during this, uh, we we get to find out... That unfortunately, Lucy is still hanging around with Maxwell. Yeah, and it's um, just as creepy as before. Yep. And then they basically decide to leave. And as they're walking out, uh, wheat and Eugene are talking about that. And the quote uh, is, uh, Her infatuation with Richard Maxwell is cause for concern. Which, <laughs> yes. 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 Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging Great that. Great concern.
1: Hoof. Yeah, there, that's a huge thing. And... And then we get Wit, just being like, boy, it's a beautiful day. Yep. <laughs> let's, hey, what do you say we walk back to end instead of taking the bus? And Eugene's like, that's that's awfully far for a man of your, and then Witt's like, careful. And he goes, social status. Uh,
0: yeah, and then Wit just lets lose his great laugh. Which I yeah. Love. Oh, I yeah. love Hal Smith's
1: laugh. He seems so happy there, like. Like, the kind of, like, like you can see, like, you can hear his eyes getting wiped and, like, it's just so nice out here. Like, let's just, yeah. let's just go for it. Like, what do you say? And, like, I, I don't know. I listening to this episode. I was thinking, like, I wonder what they're talking about this whole time. Because it's pretty far. Like, presumably it's, oh, like, several right. miles. Like, what I, like, wonder what they're talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, give me that spinoff. Yeah, seriously. I'll read a book about that, Phil Lawler.
1: Yeah. Yes, please. Walks uh- with Wit. <laughs> A Lenten Devotional Guide. <laughs> oh uh, and so
0: So yeah, they they leave um and we hear Lucy um talking to Maxwell mm-hmm. about applesauce. Yeah. And yes, there are many geese in the background.
1: <laughs> Again. They're quiet. I don't know if you can hear them, but there are several geese. Uh, so many geese, guys. Yeah, it's a problem. Dozens of geese. <laughs> <laughs> we might be bordering on thirty-six geese at this point. Um, folks, it is way more than thirty-six, 36 geese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, yeah, it, this, this really drives home. Like this scene with Lucy and and Richard. Like, I don't know. I just got. So much more manipulation out of Richard. Like he uh-huh. plays so many. Like he lays it a lot on a lot more thick and plays a lot more of the different angles. Like, oh, you know, did you find out any more about applesauce? You know, you want you do you want me to get fired? Like stuff like yep. that. Like get her another soda. All this kind of stuff. Like it hit home in a way that, like, in twenty twenty, looking back, I'm like, wow, that's yay. <laughs> Yeah. Yay. It's uh, creepy. I mean, it was creepy back then, but yeah, boy, I think given what we know about society and how people in power can take advantage of people, yeah, it hasn't aged well.
0: Well, or it's aged extremely well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just, like, yeah. it hammers their point home even stronger. Um, And yeah, so he's, so his whole thing is he's trying to get Lucy to... Investigate applesauce for him. Yeah. Um, and it Which
1: seems like a terrible
0: idea. Yeah, it is the weirdest of plans. Yeah. And Blackard walks over. Um, like I see and, you enjoying another Max soda. Rolls, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and Maxwell ends up sending Lucy away, and he and Blackard talk. Yeah. Um, and once again, kind of hammering home the point that like, what is the purpose of lucy how do they think this is gonna work mm-hmm. because she um because he talks maxwell then talks t- to blackard about the fact that he got a bunch of information about their computer system from a connection he has at the phone company yeah so like it's not even like lucy did nothing yeah well lucy... except for like orchestrate the burning of tom's barn yeah, yeah. um that, which that was is useful. not talked about at all then tom's barn just got lit on fire yeah Like, it is so bizarre. And also, like, four episodes aired between last one and this one. But, like, it's... It's so different from Novacom, wherein, like, everything that happened was immediately talked about. Yeah, exactly. And this is, like, Tom's barn burned down. We jump forward several weeks and go to Blackard's
1: Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's... It's just, it's a different experience. It is a very different experience. The jump is huge. Um, And, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's something that it seemed, at least in that episode, that it was being built to something more. You know, like, like, it seemed like Tom's barn being set on fire and Blackard coming in, like, that seemed like that was going to be directly addressed, or at least it should have been directly addressed, whereas I suppose the whole purpose was just, like, Blackard's a bad guy, the end. Thomas Barnes on fire, and that's just to show that Blackard's a bad guy.
0: Right, and so that he can get his vote through.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, which, like, isn't then, even in this episode, a point of conversation. Exactly. Because, cool, I mean, he's like got the building. Right, but, like, Wit in that episode seems like he is, like, kind of connecting the dots. Yeah. Yeah at the end of that one to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And then this one is just kind of like, oh, like Blackard's place is bad because kids are running crazy and there's astrology there. Yeah. And not much. because like this man burned down my barn. Yeah. And or my best friend's barn rather.
1: Manipulating. Yeah. Lucy. Um, and then basically, you know, during Richard and uh, Blackard's conversation, kind of Blackard says like, oh, I don't like, you know, you, Richard says, like, I can't get anything more out of her. You know, I'm going to scare her. And, and he goes, like, uh, you know, I don't care about scaring anyone. Like, I only care about applesauce. And it's just very much like a cutthroat-like. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I mean, with this, you know, excluding burning down Tom's bar, like, this is very much a, wow, this is a very evil man that isn't just manipulating people. He is destroying people right for the sake of what he wants right like maxwell
0: is a manipulator but like blackard's pulling the strings yeah yeah yeah.
1: well and And black also
0: blackard manipulates maxwell into manipulating
1: exactly exactly like there's like like maxwell is a weasel weisel uh (laughs) is like a very gross bad person but like blackard is actually just chaotic evil
0: you know no that's fair um and so anyways so we we touched on this a little bit but through a contact at the phone company maxwell found out that its computers connected to a modem um which when we were talking novacom era stuff like yeah of course but this is 89 Mm -hmm. so commercial internet like Mm -hmm. as we know it didn't happen until 95 yeah so at this point we're still in the era of the internet exists but it's just academic stuff mm-hmm. and it's just like it's it's peer-to-peer mm-hmm. so it's computers talking to each other to share information but mm-hmm. it's not like you can like go to websites in the same yeah, way yeah, yeah. um and so which is important to note i think right and so it is a big deal that Wit has a modem. Yeah. Whereas, like in you know the early two thousands, it's like yeah, of course, of course, yeah. everyone's got the internet. Um. So so Maxwell also has a modem set up, mm-hmm. and then through that can remotely access Mabel mm-hmm. to where um they hear her but cannot speak to her but can type commands to her. Yeah. Um. And they load applesauce. Mm-hmm. Um it runs at level one and freaks out everything at Wits right. End. And we cut to Wits End where like Connie's like Freaking. falling apart. Like, and, oh no no again are so many kids like running around yelling and I'm like I thought you were all supposed to be at Blackguards Castle. I guess yeah. not. Uh, Odyssey's got a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, dozens here, dozens there. Dozens of kids everywhere. Um, <laughs> but then so anyways and then they get to the same spot where they don't know the level two password yeah um and so they quick get out of it so it can't Mm -hmm. be traced back to them yeah um and then everything
1: shuts down at wit's end
0: right 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 so like we saw before yeah everything at wit's end is shut down Mm -hmm. um and it's at this point that Wit and Eugene finally arrive at Wit's end.
1: Yeah, and Wit's, like, strolling in, and Eugene's, like, lagging behind, like, <laughs> and then Wit's yep. like, oh, not bad for a man of my social standing. And, yep. and then he kind of, like, helps Eugene inside to get him a drink, and he's like, and he sees it. And the sound engineering of "Powered down Wit's end is so good. Like, there's just a little bit of echo. Mm-hmm. Like, you can hear how dark it is, kind of. Um mm-hmm. uh, it's oh my gosh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And Connie's like freaking out. She's like, It was just like before. It was just like before. Like everything was went crazy and then it just all turned off. And I, I promise I didn't do it. Like I only went upstairs to, you know, get the kids out of the building and um and and Wit actually like believes her. Yep. And Connie's like or and Eugene's like, Well did you do it again? She's like, No, like of course I didn't do it again. Like of course I didn't run applesauce. Right. Yep. And um Yeah and Oh, I, I mean, I don't yeah. even know. Like, yeah. it's just so good. Yeah,
0: yeah. And so, Wit and Eugene go upstairs to investigate, and mm-hmm. it's at this point that Lucy comes in. Yeah. Um, which. not they have school or something. Yeah, maybe it's weekend. But yeah, regardless, she doesn't have a mode of transportation other than her feet. I mean, maybe she biked. Maybe she bite. There, there, there's she a chance biked. she biked. But she leaves Blackard's after mm-hmm. Wit and Eugene and arrives, like, a decent amount after. Mm-hmm. And arrives very shortly. Um, and then will continue to travel back and forth between those two places throughout this episode. Yes. Um, so her quads are enormous. So she shows up <laughs> she looking for She is a Whit, 12-year-old. <laughs> um, and ends up talking to Connie. And her and Connie have a little chat where mm-hmm. she's super on edge. And Connie's uh, kind of grilling her about hanging out with Maxwell um, and is really worried because uh-huh. of his age difference, his reputation, mm-hmm. and the fact that he's a weasel. Mm-hmm. Um, weasel. And
1: Lucy's basically just like, yeah, keep your nose out of my business and leaves. Yeah, no, she she goes with, like, Connie says, like, oh, it might not be any of my business. And then she, you know, goes on to Warner right. and stuff, everything. And then Lucy replies and, yeah, in a way, right. and she's like. You know, Connie, you might be right. It isn't any of your business, and then just Mike Drop walks out. Mike Drop walks out, walks back to Blacker, bikes back to Blackard castle. <laughs> Maybe, um, and it's and all the soda and ice cream she's hopped up on. <laughs> yeah. Running around like the Energizer Bunny, And <laughs> <laughs> she walks
0: in and um and uh gets a soda or a ice cream she gets I don't know. Yeah. something from uh joe at the Got counter joe who is uh just nick yeah. again like yeah. it's that it's the same voice yeah even though it's a different actor that that voice gets used all the time yeah um and then lucy somehow like decides to what is there any reason given to why she
1: decides to like go into the basement i think she might be looking for richard presumably yeah. And then she overhears Richard and Blackard talking about applesauce, talking yep. about manipulating Lucy to get the password that they need to get into applesauce.
0: Yeah, and and right, and Maxwell's like, "Why do you even need the password? Like, you can already like run wits end." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, Richard, you know applesauce is so much more." Yeah, and con- and and Lucy says, "Like applesauce? Like, did she not already know?" That
1: all this was about applesauce? I guess not. I don't think that she understood, like, I don't, I think that she might have been, like, star-crossed, I guess, with Richard yeah. to the point where she didn't question, like, yeah. the significance of it or Blackard's connection to it. That's fair. Um, And, yeah, so
0: Blackard is like, hey, you gotta use your power over Lucy to get this info. And she, like, gasps and, like, runs back up the stairs. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what is this? And
1: it's and then Sasha shows up. The loudest purring cat in the world. And I love gosh, Sasha is the best. Ooh, Sasha. Right, as it's if you didn't Sasha.
0: as if it wasn't already clear that Blackard is a bond villain. Yeah. He now has a cat.
1: Yep, named Sasha. And, yep. Oh my lord, it's so good. And we get such good music. And it comes back to
0: Right, and then Lucy has sprinted back.
1: Back to Whitzen. <laughs> she is biking like a mad woman. She is trailing behind an IV pole with just, you know, Coca-Cola shooting into her arms. Which definitely would kill you. But Um <laughs> Yeah, and so she And then we cut back
0: and it's um and it's um oh gosh. I was like, what is this word in my notes? I shorthanded Blackard and Maxwell to Blackswell. Oh, um,
1: I like that. Our new Calyx. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Blackswell. Blackswell. Our um, new hardware store. <laughs> or Blackswell Antiques. That sounds pretty good. Um, And so
0: he is, um, he, so they're, they're like, okay, we're going to drain the power from the mm-hmm. imagination station. They're like giggling about yeah, it yeah, and yeah. whatnot. And then Blackwood's like, and now like send, send a you, surge sir. of power through it. And they're like, but and Maxwell's like, but, but that, that, like that can blow things up or whatever. And that Ma- is like yeah i don't care do it anyways well
1: the point is that he wants to blow up he wants to take down the imagination station to distract wit so he can get the password for applesauce right that's the whole point right right that that that's worth saying Thank yeah you. no 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 um, you're good because um, that's i mean that's the problem like he, he wants to buy time and so yeah they do that and they so drain the power Wit and
0: eugene when it first happened are examining the imagination mm-hmm. station when it went down yeah and now, like, we're cutting back and forth rapidly between so these two good. things. Building And the suspense music is real so good. good. Oh, my and gosh. So, Just listen to the episode, please. And so, <laughs> Wit goes into the imagination station. They send the Surge. And Lucy runs in yeah. to warn Wit and gets into the imagination station. And somehow, Wit gets out. And Lucy stays in?
1: Maybe Wit wasn't, like... In my head, for some reason, there's kind of like 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 the imagination station has kind of like an observation room, almost like a surgery, like a surgery. Well,
0: because like, we see that in the in Eugene in the Eugene episode,
1: yeah, 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 where
0: like they're watching the imagination station from like the cameras. Yeah,
1: and so maybe maybe Wit is in there. Lucy runs in looking for Wit, and then just the imagination station blows up lucy screams it sounds like breaking glass and you just hear wick go lucy yeah and it's so horrifying and the music is so logistics aside it's wild yeah and brutal yeah can you you work in technology yeah the absence of power and then a surge is that gonna blow it up (laughs) or is that just gonna fry everything
0: it's hard with old electronics blowing it up actually doesn't seem that far out of the question yeah um nowadays we have surge protectors and stuff built into basically everything yeah but at that point the idea that you would overload a circuit and like cause some sort of not really explosion but like like sparks fly that sort of thing yeah so
1: or even if even if there was, like, uh, I don't know, like, even if, like, the power going to the screen causes the glass screen to explode or right. something like that, like, yep. that that would make sense as far as, like, that. But it sounds like, like, she got thrown. Yeah. Because when she's in the doctor, she says she got bruises and, and, um, and a concussion. Right. But it also doesn't sound like the, the
0: imagination station is not destroyed.
1: No. So maybe yeah. it just like rocks back and forth a lot like it just becomes a mechanical bull and just throws yeah. her
0: yeah so yeah so then we cut to wait and eugene not connie sitting in the waiting room at the hospital
1: no connie's there too is connie there because okay. connie asked eugene how long they've been there and eugene's like three hours and 57 minutes or something oh, like okay that. yeah that checks out <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh
0: yeah the the Doctor comes out to ask, you know, and Witt asks for an update and says she's, you know, she's hanging in there, bruised and whatnot. They want to see her, but there's, she's she's on a sedative. Right. Yep. And yeah, and her parents are just with her. At this point. Um, And, and Witt's just kind of like, okay, all right, we'll keep hanging around. Like he's very, very, very compliant.
1: Yeah. Um, in a way that's really nice and endearing. Yeah, I was gonna say like this is like actually like as bad as everything that is that's happening. Like this is a very good wit episode. Like we see like yeah. such a kind side of him. Yep. And like he seems so much more human because he's not aware of everything that's going down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. even though he's being a part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and then a police officer comes in and starts talking to Wit. Yeah. And basically says, like, you know, like I mean, your place isn't safe, like we're gonna have to launch an investigation or whatever. And Wit's basically like, No, like don't worry, officer, like I'm I'm gonna shut down Wit's end, like Yeah that's yeah that, that's yep. it like yeah and that that's where, well and
0: eugene and connie both react like what like you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna shut down with end and Witt's like very level-headed just
1: like yes like that's it's not safe like, we like we need i need to, to launch an investigation to see as to why this is happening yep and, uh, and that's the episode that's where
0: we go out on
1: yeah i mean it is a part one so right exactly like,
0: can't wait for part two next week me um, neither man it's such a good episode Oh it, Lord.
1: It's, yeah. it's gonna be really good with the second with the second part. I mean, obviously like as an individual thing, it definitely yeah. doesn't feel like it concludes much, but it's Right. So good. Yeah.
0: Um we also we, we have a little bit from the Beagle book of Odyssey Trivia. Um Ooh. including the the initial draft of this episode used uh had Jimmy being the one hurt in the imagination station rather than Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, which probably would have stopped her from doing all the running back and forth, mm-hmm. but I think it's way better if it's Lucy. So yeah. good job rewriting that.
1: Yeah, and when um, she's a she's. I mean, she's a main character, like Jimmy's as a main character in the show overall, but he's not involved really in this. Right. It makes a lot more sense for it to be yep. Lucy.
0: And then, uh, additionally, there were cut scenes of Lucy racing back and forth on. A uh, on a there was uh, scenes of her on the bus mm. going across town, um. But they cut them just to move the pace faster. Yeah. But especially, I guess, on that last journey where they're cutting between Witsend and mm-hmm. Lucy and, um, Blackswell. Black- <laughs> like they oh, I get Blackswell. There was also scenes of Lucy on
1: a bus. That sounds like a craft um, brewery, Blackswell Brews. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon yeah Uh, probably not though (laughs) until i learn how to make a mead (laughs) yeah um uh
0: what what else folks uh i don't know What, what what else are you you thinking i i mean well do you want to look at this are there
1: any discussion questions
0: yeah we we do have one discussion question okay um uh so so the 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 single discussion question for this episode um Dr. Blackard said that children already have too much structure in their lives and should be given more freedom. Was he
1: right? Why or why not? I don't know. I mean, structure, like, that's very confusing because there's so much evidence for non-structured play in the development of kids. Um, I think that I think that there are a lot of benefits, especially with older children, and what structured play can teach them as far as, like, what real life is like and what responsibility is like. Um, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, um, did you ever have screen time as a child? Yeah, of course. Yeah. How much screen time did you have a day? I don't remember. I My parents always wanted to enforce a screen time limit for me, and I just would not let them. <laughs> I was like... No, like like I mean, you know, I'm so busy, like i you know I don't want actually watch that much television, and when I do, I'm doing homework too, like i i was I was kind of able to to work around it, but oh like a lot of my friends had that sort of um like you know, you have a screen time limit for when you're you know when you're growing up, you can watch like an hour of television a day or something like that, and that. That makes sense to a certain extent, but I've also seen the same, like, the same parameters just breed abuse and mistrust between parents and kids. So, like. But also, you see houses
0: where there is zero structure. Yeah. And those kids have a really hard time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So there's clearly a level of structure that's worth hitting. I also. I think it's a poor generalization to say that children have too much structure no, and should have more freedom because yeah. it's like, maybe that's true of some children, but not all. Um, and also I feel like,
1: I feel like some of that's changed over time. Yeah. One, well, I think the guidance, I think maybe not necessarily structure, but guidance. Cause like, okay. If kids have a free afternoon to do whatever they want, are they gonna go outside and build a fort and do stuff like that, or are they gonna sit inside and watch TV and play video games and right. whatever? Like, I would say that the not the lack of structure outside is is helpful and good, and it you know right. breeds you know like healthy brain development and socialization with friends and stuff like that. Whereas, uh, you know, alternatively, we get a you know my girl Hallie situation where you end up right. locked in with your computer. So. I I don't know. It's it's actually like a very very difficult question that I've thought about a lot. Like like will I give my kids a screen time limit and stuff like that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an I don't know. It's
0: not a question I feel like has a I could come to a good answer on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it's so dependent on the circumstance, the situation, and as to what like yeah yeah like what the kid i think I think it is dependent on on what the kid does with said structure like there are responsible children that will be more inclined to do other things, but i think I think guidance and I think adult presence is important, yeah, you know whether yeah. it's structured and like you know you do this and then this and then this, and you know every yeah. day from this to this you do this like eh. but you need to have some. I think what Blackard's doing is being like, oh, like, you know, the adults are always telling them what to do and they need a place where nobody's telling them what to do and they can just do whatever they want. And that's... Right. That's gonna open up a lot of doors for a lot of bad things to happen. Right. Because right. their brains aren't fully developed and they don't know about consequences yet. <laughs> no, that, that's that's very fair. Um, All right. Uh, any closing thoughts you want? great episode that? very excited for part two yep. very surprised like we said like how it's so disconnected from from uh the well this is the battle from the nemesis like right right
0: the, the stuff that is getting built is like the more of like the inner character dynamics yeah yeah it's between, character on character between... as opposed to
1: event on event situation Correct. like yeah which was between... so very
0: much novacom right novacom is way less about characters yeah more about yeah kind of the events happening and we're seeing the opposite here in a way that works but is just different to talk about exactly
1: well which do you prefer which like or like i mean obviously the goal is a balance of both but i mean looking back would you now knowing like would you rather have it be more event focused and perhaps have less of a central evil bad guy or would you rather have it be like no like these events actually matter and yeah there is a bad guy behind them but it's more about the events
0: Hmm, i can see pluses and minuses to both
1: yeah i
0: i think and well it'll be interesting once i've gone through blackguard all in a row like this as we keep talking about yeah to see like how it compares to novacom yeah. because i've always found blackguard interesting but novacom extremely compelling exactly Um, yeah and so we'll see what happens here
1: well and novacom and blackguard are also both like i've had them in my head as like the same kind of style of arc when really Mm. novacom is one big arc and blackguard is like seven little arcs right it's a bunch of little arcs
0: that weren't even collected into an album until 2011 yeah exactly whereas novacom was like immediately once battle lines came out there was an album out yeah they, essentially. like they, like they, like they wanted was... to have
1: it all together because yeah. i mean and i think it's best enjoyed that way to be honest right. with you right. except for you lose snow day which is very important <laughs> as we've talked about yeah um, but yeah, th- I mean those those are my thoughts. Do you have anything to promote this week, Dylan? Um,
0: yeah, I, I've got kind of a weird promote. Well, it's not a, I don't know. Okay, so there is a um, Instagram account called Odyssey Moments, which okay. is like an Odyssey meme page. Yeah. Um, that I en- enjoy perusing from time to time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just found out that they have a merch store on T public really with a bunch of really well done odyssey inspired designs, including multiple walk, WODFAM chalk sod designs. Um, a, uh, Henny design really, um, as well as bones of wrath, um, and a couple other things. And I really, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I want to, I'm going to throw the link down in the description for you guys to take a look at take it a listen. Uh, oh, take a listen Oh take I, a look i feel like this is the exact sort of stuff that would be up your alley yeah it's exactly. a lot of the stuff that i would love to have made but like just don't have the time for it realistically yeah um so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw that in the description you know if you guys want to throw some business that way i think that would be cool yeah shoot maybe i'll do that
1: oh yeah gotta rep the I'm, brand i'm thinking about it yeah um if uh anybody anybody knows me from LBC, uh say hi. My name's Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the weird one. Uh but but I mean in in all reality like yeah, if, if Death Street is listening to this or anybody that I've met at school, uh thank you. You guys are great and uh I'm really excited that I have more people I can share this cool thing with. So, yeah. and and that goes for that goes for everybody that listens to the show. It's ridiculous that we have even somewhat of a following right. at this point. Right. No, I I agree. Um. But yeah, extra extra special shout out to
0: those people we know in real life.
1: A throwback. Yeah. And we'll be back next week covering uh, oh, one
0: episode, Dylan. No, no, we're, we're Andrew. Andrew, you're getting ahead of us. Uh, we've got a new five star review. We have a
1: new five star review. <laughs>
0: um that we've got to read out because uh we're contractually obligated to. It's true, legally. Um, so this is from user Barbecue Poodles um questions. huh <laughs> I agree. Say five star review. Great analysis. I am thoroughly amused amoo- am- amused. I am thoroughly amused. <laughs> I am thoroughly amused. <laughs> I am thoroughly amused. I am excited to revisit so many great stories. As an older Odyssey fan, having, being introdu- having been introduced in the early 90s, I love hearing a different experience. These are well-thought-out discussions and don't always wax poetic when the episodes don't deserve it. Bernard and Job, looking forward to going through
1: the Blackheart saga. So. Thanks, barbecue poodles. Yeah. Please don't cook dogs. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping these are poodles barbecuing.
0: Oh, I like that. That one. was what I was imagining. <laughs> I just thought these were two obsessions: barbecue and poodles. That's that's fair. Um, but but yeah. Uh, so so thank you, thank you, thank you for the uh, for leaving us a review. Yeah, um, it means and the if world anybody was. else feels like doing so, uh, we will read them. Yes, we will. No matter even our... the bad ones. <laughs> yep. um, so that is uh, that is all for this week. And we will be back next week with Episode 84, The Battle, Part 2. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lititz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalk Pod on Twitter and Instagram or email us at wadfamchockpod at gmail.com. The Battle, Part 1, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Acebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chock Pod.